Put paste in Delay creates Most people don't agree on a lot of things in this world. You got one side that wants this and another side that wants that. But if you're a runner or endurance athlete, we can all agree that injuries suck. Whether it's chronic, aka the pain has slowly been around and you've been ignoring it and you keep trending through. Or acute, aka you twist your ankle or you fall down hard. They all suck. But what do you do when you inevitably get injured? Find out the best three tips when coming back from a running injury on this episode of Trees and Delay. Don't master a lot. Don't master a little. Just stay in the middle. Don't master all. Don't master none. Just be a master of some. What is up? Welcome to Trees and D-Lake, a podcast series by Mike Trees and yours truly, Darren D-Lake Creates. In this series, our goal is to educate and entertain smart and committed runners. A bit more on that from Mike Trees. And the aim of this podcast is to give, in a lighthearted, amusing and entertaining way, hints and tips to help you all run better and enjoy your sporting life more. So let's see how we can go with that. Mike's being pretty modest. He has over 50 years of running and doing triathlons under his belt. And if you're wondering about me, I've been in the endurance sport game for about 25 years now, done a sub three hour marathon and completed an Ironman triathlon in 10 hours. We appreciate all the help and support that we can get. So if you can, please share out this episode to someone that you know that would like this. Oh, quick language warning. In some rare instances, we might use some bad words. So apologies in advance for that. First things first, when you get injured, you cannot compare yourself to the uninjured version of you. Don't compare times, fitness level, body fat percentage, etc. That is poison and does nothing for you. Learn to put a stake in the ground and scream Kaizen, which is Japanese for constant improvement. And I'm sure I hacked that up and said it wrong. It's K-A-I-Z-E-N. What you'll learn in this episode, how a little bit, a lot of the time, helps you in the long run, i.e. consistency, why nutrition is more important than ever, how to measure your progress, how to stop playing the victim card and accept what's happened. More on Kaizen, K-A-I-Z-E-N, and more. Let's jump into the convo with Mike Trees and me. All right, Mike, this is a new format. We're going to be quicker and it's going to be faster, more to the point, but we have to set this one up and you got injured. Please tell me the story because it's quite epic. Okay, so uh, it's going to make it a very quick quick story. I went to a tropical island, Japanese island, for a training camp, getting ready for Ironman. And on the first day cycling, it just started to rain. I was probably going 10 miles an hour, 15 kilometers an hour around the bend, and I fell over. I think that the low speed was the worst thing. I always went straight down, uneven road. It was maybe a rock. I cracked my hip uh, and bone, my femur, so broke it in two places and the leg shortened by quite a lot. So uh, rushed me off to A&E in traction for a week before they could lengthen it. Then they put a, ooh, a 30 centimeter titanium bolt right down the middle of my femur and a 10 centimeter bolt into my hip, pegged me all together. Uh, and I was in hospital for a month, basically in bed every day. Got out of hospital last week and here I am now, ready to uh, try and get fit. Got my crutches here. And you can see my little Zimmer frame in the background for getting my coffees and drinks around the house. So uh, I'm all mobile at home and uh, ready to do some work. Uh, I mean, I've been following this since, you know, close to day one, day two. And I'm so sorry that this happened. But at the same time, I know 
someone like you is probably the best person this, for this to happen to because you are quite possibly one of the most optimistic people I have ever met. And you really just take this in stride and you have a lot of other family life things that actually are totally in chaos. You were going to move across the world twice and all these things are happening. Um, so just before we get into it, how do you feel about all this? Like how... how so it's How's good. Everything? I've been banned from flying to England because of deep vein thrombosis. So I can't now do that leg. So I'm leaving that to my wife and daughter, which I mean, they're happy to go, but I'm a little sad I can't follow them. So I'm going to stay here for six weeks, do rehab. And as soon as I get the sign off from the doctors, I'll be flying down to New Zealand on hopefully the May the 15th to start a new life down there. Uh, oh, amazing. Slow things down a little bit because I really am. <laughs> relying on my daughter and my wife at home i mean for literally everything can you make me a cup of tea can you do this darling can you do that can you help me put this sock on so uh, it's gonna be a fun couple of weeks when they're in england and i have to be independent yeah it's it's all good it, it distracts you from uh becoming uh what's the word drawn within yourself and getting you know depressed uh, and moping around so as so long as you've got lots of things going on and lots of activities look forward to it it's fine Again, if anyone is going to get injured, you're the, you know, I'm glad, I'm sorry that you didn't get injured. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry that you did get injured, but at the same time, you're just a great role model and poster person, poster child. There we go, poster child for, for all of this to happen because, you know, I'm going to probably get injured in the future, whether it's by running or whether by fall or whatever. And a lot of people are. So this is my biggest injury yet. And, uh, yeah, the, the, the key takeaway is that I've learned over the years and I wasn't always like this is, can't compare yourself to where you were. I mean, I, I fell off the bike before the bike. I was fit and I was hoping to win Ironman for my age group, you know, to, to smash it out of the park and say, here I am. Uh, lying on the table in the A&E, my wife was on video call, the doctor was talking and it's like, yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> and I said, well, can I go back to Tokyo and have an operation? Nope, that's not going to happen. You could die in the airplane flying back. Uh, there's a lot of that. We, we have to put you in traction. You're staying here, mate. And, uh, you know, bit by bit, it, it dawned on me that, yeah, you'll, you'll get back. You'll make your recovery, how much the knee will bend, what you can do. Well, that's up for you in the rehab uh, and get, you know, come to terms with it. So pretty much there and then it's like, okay, just let me know what it is, what I've got to deal with. Uh, and I just adjusted the brain set. And it's not easy. I've just become pretty adapted doing that now. Uh, and so I adjusted where we're at. And the goal was suddenly to get fit, to get at hospital. Two months was the expected thing. They said, look, people are in here with these operations. They're in here for two months. It takes them that long to become independent and walk. I got that in a month. So that's typical me. It's like, let's, let's see how quickly we can do this. It's just, that's my mentality. That's a perfect segue into the top three things that you need to sort out and you need to do after getting injured. Warm up complete. The, the, the first point is don't compare yourself to where you were. You can only live in the present. Yesterday I was fit. Tomorrow I'll be fit again. How fit? I don't know. But today I'm less fit, but this is what I've got. Uh, and I work on, on getting fitter. And interestingly, you know, my, my knee won't bend much at the moment. I can't ride a bike. I can't do much with it. And my wife is, is great. She's an acupuncturist. She does physio on me. She does massage and she's really helping me. And she was like, jokingly saying, well, what happens if it doesn't bend? What would you do? And I said, well, I'd probably invent a new category for runners with a knee that doesn't, don't bend and I'd still race and put myself down as the winner, <laughs> as the fastest person with a knee that doesn't bend. 
uh, a bit flippant, but you, you've got to live with it. If it doesn't bend any, it will. I'm confident that I will get full movement back in my knee and it's just a matter of time. How I'll do that, I don't know yet. I'm talking to lots of people and trying to work out ways of doing it, but I'm confident I will get that movement back. It's just a matter of working out how. And if it doesn't, well, it doesn't. We just have to live with that and work with what we've got. So going back to the first thing, yes, my first real point is don't compare with where you were. Just look at where you are now and where you want to get to. And then you're pretty optimistic if you if you can look forward to where you're going to. All right. Well, that was that was point point zero. I think that, that might have been that might that might have been like the the end of the third point. Uh, just based on my notes here, let's go to let's go to the other one, which is you said work on rehab a little and often. Yeah. So I'm pretty anal at this. Uh, in hospital, every hour I got up and moved the knee. It, it didn't move much. I start, actually I started with no movement at all, uh, and then I, I remember measuring it. I got to eight percent movement. Uh, and uh, now I'm up to around about 70% bend on the knee. I probably need 120% bend on the knee uh, to ride a bike. And to do my butt kicks, which everyone knows I love doing, I need 180%, obviously, 180 degrees to, to flick that heel up to the bum. So in you know, 70 degrees up to 180, there's a long, long way to go. So I'm working on that rehab. I get acupuncture. I, I do lots of anal exercises, moving my knee one way, then the other way, uh, trying to massage the muscles. Uh, and just accept it's part of the journey and, and just all day long, just little bits of, of small movements to, uh, to get the blood flowing back into the uh, leg again. Uh, and so the, the rehab is super, super important. And actually today I'm going to go down to the pool uh, and attempt just to get into the pool and do a little bit of aqua jogging with a, a float. Uh, and just move that leg, get some cardio going, because once you get the cardio going, then you can get the capillary development, the mitochondria development back. Uh, and I'm convinced that that increased blood flow uh, will take your increase your nutritional needs. It'll help everything so that it will speed up the rehab. So I'm looking at this uh, pool session today, not as a training session for a race or anything, but just as a rehab session to get uh, my legs stronger and, and get me fitter again. That's a the great point on getting the blood moving. And that's, you know, a big thing with with injuries around your foot where there's low blood supply, you know, Achilles, um, toe, plantar fasciitis and all that, like getting the blood moving through that is key. Mm -hmm. And um, it's kind of like counter to a lot of people, you know, a, a lot of the science, the Western science was ice everything, Rest. you know, not let it swell. And now it's like, get the blood flowing through a swelling, you know, mm -hmm. uh, a decent amount of swelling is okay, obviously, if it's, it's too much. So that, um, that having that, apply to what you're doing that makes sense too and the fact that you're an exercise scientist is also really good um going into this and you know you're not it's quite funny in the hospital because the doctor was an ex-rugby player good good guy and the physio 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 there was good uh, and they were saying well you seem to know what you're doing <laughs> how about we leave the rehab to you in the hospital <laughs> so they were pretty cool <laughs> that's really good discussing what i was going to do and, and, and obviously advising me saying well i wouldn't do too much of that because the surgeon was saying well i wouldn't do too much of that you might rip that uh you know out of the socket again it's it's just been screwed in there it takes a while to bed in and so they were they're pretty good but uh we, we, it was a consensus of opinion between me, the physio, and the surgeon as to how much rehab I was able to do. Add break. This episode is brought to you by Energy Coaching, which is Mike Tree's coaching service. Mike and his team of coaches work with beginners to pros and all levels in between. No one is too fast and no one is too slow. They just want a desire to learn and improve. They focus on 1,500-meter races to marathon running and triathlon training. 
energy coaching is constantly overbooked. So Instagram and this new podcast venture, Trees and D Lake, gives Mike and the rest of his energy coaching team a way to reach out to more people and help them. Contact Mike and his team at the letters nrg-coaching.com or go to the link in the show notes. And back to the show. So we got blood moving through, you know, you, you're doing the rehab to get the blood moving or you're about to go into uh, into the pool, you know, so someone listening as much movement as you can do in a safe way. And mm-hmm. to get the movement, you need energy. So food and water, as you said, is your medicine. Tell me more about that. So in hospital, I must say the food was nutrition nutritious that's the word uh and we i had an actual nutritionalist who came around and discussed my dietary needs because i don't eat uh meat uh and so it was a, a fish diet uh, vegetables and we got all the, the stuff i needed also actually there's a slight problem that uh i had a problem with my uh, uh kidneys in there so we had to do some flushing which made me anemic so then i needed blood transfusion it got a bit hectic at times so my iron count was really low so therefore it became more important than ever that i looked at the food as uh medicine really uh, is the simplest way uh, a natural form of medicine so it wasn't the tastiest of food it was bland there was no salt there wasn't much fat in it it was sort of fish it was rice vegetables and i really wanted to, to have some really nice tasty meals you know things like i know it's not particularly healthy but uh, you know uh you know, noodles or, or whatever chips you know fries something i just wanted that salt from time to time but i ate everything that they gave me because i knew that that was my medicine so i sat down and i religiously whether i was hungry or not i didn't care about putting on weight i just made sure that they'd come up with this diet and everything that they gave me was eaten and that's so important uh, that people forget that the food is your natural medicine it it, is going to nourish you and actually i got iron supplements as well and i've got my iron count now up to normally low as it were so (laughs) i'm not going to have any problems uh in in that sense so it got high enough that uh it's a bit low but it's fine and it it will come up over the next few days and few weeks all right so you we're measuring you know you're obviously the food that you're eating and i'm sure you're going to go deep mm. into the macros and the micros because you're at home now and you can cook more of your meals you have more control over it you're measuring your iron um so that you know you don't be anemic third point measuring your progress which is kind of like oh sorry this is actually the fourth point which is similar to um the first point that you said which is don't compare yourself so tell me how measuring your progress can help you well, it, it all links, it, all the points link in, really, in the sense that uh, we, we're breaking it down to make it easy to understand. But what I'm doing by not comparing myself to where I was is one get mentally fit, but then I have to look at where I am and I have to measure where I am. So on day one, I had zero bend in the knee. Then, you know, a week down the line, I had 8%, now 70%. So I can see some progress. When I got home, my wife was really nervous about me going to the pool and doing some rehab uh, and really didn't want me to go. And, and to be honest, literally just getting from the airport to home was enough i was absolutely shattered now as you can see i'm back to normal i it's it's an hour it takes to get to the pool i get on my crutches and i i hop hop to the station i then <laughs> take a seat in the disabled uh, carriage which uh, it's given me a new understanding i'm getting off the subject here <laughs> but no, it's, it's given me a new understanding for disabled people 
the world is not designed for disabled people and people with injuries. Uh, and I want to make a big shout out that we have to fight that case. We have to make it more wheelchair friendly, more disabled uh, access uh, for people because it, it's, excuse my French, it's bloody hard work just me getting on and off a train. I even lost part of my uh, my crutches because the doors shut. Save my crutches. The doors shut on the train too fast before I could get off. So I lost the rubber ends off them. Oh, wow. Uh, so anyway. But measuring my progress, I couldn't get to the pool at first. I literally, the thought of it was just too much. So each day I think, well, I've come on along. I can now get to the pool okay. I can come back. And Rico said the first time I went to the pool, I just lay down in bed and slept. Well, now I get back from the pool uh, and I'm looking forward to, to writing some training programs, to studying and doing work. So I can now see that, yes, compared to before, I'm making these progresses. And I, I actually don't write it down so much, but I make a mental note. Uh, and one thing I suggest people do, which is a really good mental note in ment progress, don't compare yourself to the day before. So if someone says, how are you feeling? You say, oh, I had a really rough night. This was bad and that was bad. It sounds negative. But if someone says, how are you feeling? I say, well, yesterday compared to a week ago, I've made huge gains. So yeah, it might not have been the best night last night, but when I think back to a week ago when I had to have painkillers to get me through the night, last night I got through the night without taking any painkillers. Yep, I had to wake up, I had to massage it, you know, I, I <laughs> get my wife to, to, to massage it, get the blood flowing, but I got through the night without painkillers. So I've made progress. If you don't make these mental notes, you'd be sitting there thinking, oh, I'm still so ill, I'm so bad, it hurt all night, it hurt all night. But actually, it, it's a big, it's what I call a quantum leap forward from last week, which a week before that, I was lying flat on my back, you know, after the operation wasn't able to move. The week before that, I was in traction, you know, waiting for the operation. So, uh, yeah, some big gains. Uh, and I make sure that I make a note to, to quantify those little gains as we're going along. Tell me about Kaizen. Did I say it correctly? K-A-I-Z-E-N. And how that is uh, something that I think might be a mantra for you. So Kaizen is a Japanese word. It's, it's actually come from artisan people, bakers and, and craftsmen, uh, constant improvement. So when they're making their, their pottery or their art or their food, they're constantly tweaking and trying to make it. They don't say this is the perfect version. They constantly tweak it and come and make it a little bit better, a little bit better. Uh, and it's a term that's actually become an English term. If you look in the dictionary, it's in the English dictionary, Kaizen. It means improvement, constant improvement. Uh, and that's sort of my mantra that, yeah, Again, going back to the first point, I look at where I I am now and I try and go forward a little bit tomorrow. Uh, and not I don't really, you know, look back and say that's where I was. I was where I was and I can look back fondly at that. But I look at where I am now and what can I do to make it a little bit better? You know, so I really struggle to put my right sock on. I mean, <laughs> waiting for you to call, it took me 10 minutes to put it on. But I was determined, you know, not to uh, call my wife and ask her to put the sock on for me. Uh, and, and eventually I managed to wiggle it on because the knee doesn't bend enough. I managed to get enough flexibility to get it on. Uh, and so there, that's a little progress. Uh, and, and can we get that sock putting on down from 10 minutes to five minutes to two minutes to one minute to it? It's natural. Uh, only little things, but those little things actually do a lot to your psyche to keep you in a positive frame of mind. Uh, couldn't couldn't agree more. So let's, let's sum it all up. Um, for anyone, again, that is coming off of you know, this is mainly for injury. This can also apply to, you know, being sick, but we'll just focus on injury right now. And let's, let's say there's four points. So one is don't compare yourself to the old you. Two is mm -hmm. work, on, work on rehab a little and often. Three is food and water is your medicine. Four is measure your progress. And 
Kaizen. I'm going to give a give quick me, fifth one. Give me a fifth one. Talk to professionals and work with professionals. I mean, I know a lot about sports science, but I'm talking to people who know more than I do. So to physios, to surgeons, to uh, you know, lots of other people around. So I'm taking advice. I'm not doing this willy-nilly. I am taking their advice and pushing it to the limits. So make sure that you're talking with people uh, to know how far you can go because you can do too much too soon. Let's go. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Aaron So, aka D Lake. Tips and tactics you could train like a pro. This cast to help you and faster than you could go. All the PRs you could beat, your course records, it comes in your upcoming season. Right? Don't you agree? Endurance sports, a metaphor for life. That's that metaphor, baby. Eating clean so you can rest and sleep all night. Don't master a lot, don't master a little, just stay in the middle. Don't master all, don't master none. Just be a master of some. Is the health and fitness internet too much sometimes? Too many conflicting articles and videos that confuse you on how to train and eat right? Or you don't have time to just read and watch everything about, I don't know, the new trends on carb cycling for trail running. Don't worry, we'll take care of all that for you. Sign up for our free email newsletter, Three Thing Thursday. One, two, three. We'll put three perfectly curated and created things in your inbox for better living and training. Go to delatecreates.com slash TTT. We do the hard, time-consuming work and scour the health and fitness internet's deepest and darkest corners. This is so that every Thursday, you have a piping hot new email with the latest and coolest tips, tricks, tools, tactics, and skills, all so that you can train and live consistently to do dope shit in your next endurance event. If you sign up now, you can receive my quick guide on how to get healthy, stay fit, and use data to create habits that last a lifetime. That's delatecreates.com slash TTT to be inspired and motivated on the regular. Time. Time is a resource no one can make more of, so we appreciate you taking precious time out of your day to listen this far. Our goal is to show the world how to live better through running, cycling, and triathlon. The episode and many others have a transcription. Go to the show notes description to find out more. This was produced in Sydney, Australia, and I'd like to acknowledge the Gadigal of the Eora Nation, who are the traditional custodians of this land. I pay my respects to the elders, past, present, and future. I recognize their continuing connection to the land, waters, and culture. These lands were stolen and sovereignty was never ceded. If you like this episode, again, we'd highly appreciate it if you go on whatever app you listen to and make sure to follow D-Lake Creates Podcast. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Acast, and a bunch of others. And if you're feeling real loose, a rating, review, or share of this episode to anyone you know that would be into something like this would be amazing. If you have any questions, concerns, suggestions for the episode, or hell, you want to be on the show, hit us up. The best way is to email talk, T-A-L-K, at dlakecreates.com. We're also on the socials, mainly Instagram. You can hit up Mike Trees at the letters R-U-N dot N-R-G. Or you can hit me up on Instagram at dlakecreates.com or just wherever you can find us is fine. If you need any transcripts, you're into podcasting, or let's say you just are big into accessibility, please use the company that we use, SpeechDocs. You can check them out at speechdocs.com. Don't worry if you didn't get all that. There's a link in the show notes description. Thank you again so much for listening. Peace.